Okay, we are going to discover that in the topic of Sphere to Omer, there are a lot of good conceptual questions to ask. And I hope we get to four different questions today. Okay, one question will be, are we filling a mitzvah deraita or a mitzvah derabbanan? Okay, that's going to be one question. A second question will be, is it a mitzvah say shazman grama? What is the status of women in this mitzvah? Now, I think you might all think, well, it's obvious. What could be more zman grama than Sphere to Omer? But we'll see where things get a little complicated. Okay, so we've got the deraita derabbanan question. We've got the zman grama question. Number three, is it, actually, we'll stick with three for now. Is it one mitzvah or 49 mitzvah? Okay, that is a third fundamental question we could ask. And uh, let us get down to business right away. Now, as some of you know, there really are no, there's no Masechet of Shuas, so there's really no Masechet of Svir Omer. So Svir Omer actually comes up in Masechet Menachot. Oh, this would be a great question, guys. Get this down, it's going to be on the final. Why would Svirat Omer come up in Masechet Menachot of all places? Yeah, well, first of all, you have to know what, you have a combination of being knowledge and thinking. What's Menachot about, and why would Svirat Omer be there? All right, Moshe Epstein, who looks like he's a member of the Los Angeles Lakers from 1972. Okay, I think they all had that haircut then. Yeah, let's go. Uh, it's not it's like morning. Nope, Menachot's not about morning. Quincy. It's all about uh, very good. The carbon Omer is a flower offering, and that is what Menachot is about. A mincha, very good, Quincy. A mincha, there's no way you knew that last year in Manchester, right? Okay. A mincha is a flower offering, so since the carbon Omer comes up, so there's a discussion of Sviat Omer. Okay, so let's see the main Gemara there. Now, in the Torah, it talks about counting days and counting weeks, right? There's one Pasuk that says, One says, Chamishim Yom, and the other says, okay, not Chamishim Yom, but Sheva Shvot. Okay, so we've got, so how much do we count? I guess we can't think about what we do, right? We count days and weeks. What just happened? Oh, okay. Just, it's, it's very nice you guys all care, but why did like six people have to go out? Because how would it slow them to work? Yeshiva full of chesed. Okay, we go. So let's see what happens here. So Amr Abayah says Abay in the first source, Mitzvah lemimni yomi, u mitzvah lemimni shvui. Like we do. Let's count days and let's count weeks. Okay, terrific. Rav Ashi, Rabbanan de Ashi, mani yomi, mani shvui. And the rabbis did that too. Seems very straightforward. The Torah says to do both. We do both. Great. Amemar uh, makes life interesting. Amemar money yomi, the low money shui. Amemar said, I'm not doing both. I'm counting days and not counting weeks. Now, Amemar is not just trying to be difficult. Why is Amemar doing that? Amar zecher lemikdashu. What does he say? The sphere of Omer that we do today? Oh, it's just not the real thing. Right, the real thing was when there was a Migdash. It is not the real thing. Since it's not the real thing, apparently you could lower the standards. Right, when it was the real thing, we would do the entire shebang, days and weeks. Now that it's just a Zeichel Migdash, we are just going to do days. So now, let me ask you two questions, guys. Number one, um, why is it only a Zeichel Migdash today? Why doesn't it have its full, the right power? What do you guys say? Yeah. Well, if we're count, very good. If we're linking this with the Omer offering, then there is no Omer offering. 
So you take, maybe Sphere Omer is inherently linked, even the phrase, Sphere to Omer, right? We can't think about the Omer. So if that's true, you lose the Omer friend, you lose the Doraita. Okay, we're good? That's pretty straightforward. Okay, now comes the interesting thing, guys. One of the great things to do in Gemara is if the Gemara has the rationale for one side and not the rationale for the other, so if you're a good advanced thinker, you're saying, what could the possible rationale be for the other side? So notice what happened earlier in this Gemara. What did our Mamer and the rabbi say? Even though it's post-Mikdash, they're still counting both days and weeks. All right, guys, here's what I really want to happen now. Okay, in, in my Chumash here, there are five guys who are better at Hebrew than the rest. So often I say they can't answer the question. We, we knock out the Hebraic five. So we're going to try an unusual move. We've never done that before. There are certain guys who are really good at analytic thinking. I'm not going to name them right now. But the, I, I, if you are one of the analytic five, you're not going to be called on right now. We want someone who's not a member of the analytic five to get this one. I will just tell you that Simcha Molina is out. Okay, he cannot answer this question. He is a member of the analytic five. Okay, well, give me two possibilities for the other side. I mean, what I just said? Those that count, we know what Amemar is thinking. Amemar's thinking, oh, it's only Durabanan, it's only Zechel Amigdash. I could just do days. Give me two ways to argue with that. Wait, now if I call on anybody, it's insulting, right? All right. I didn't bloom off. Let's go. Give me two. Guys, anybody I call on, just imagine that you're the sixth best analytic guy in Yeshiva, okay? Okay, I didn't bloom off. Go ahead. Okay. Who else? Josh Alifas. In the seventh slot. Yeah, you go, Josh. If we were saying we should count the days in Omer, we would just say, just like some, we should count the days in Omer. The fact that we said there's like Sheva Shabbatot or Hamishin Yom seems to imply that there's also. Okay, but guys, maybe I'm not highlighting enough. Think about how they're responding to Amimer. Let's say there's a debate team going on. But Amimer gets up and says, why would I count both? It's only a Zeklamikash. Days are sufficient. What do you say in response to that, Mikey Lerman? Excellent. One possible is just because something is a rabbinic copy, why should that mean I should lower the standards? Maybe how do I do my rabbinic copy? I do exactly what they did on the right to play, right? Do we do we have this otherwhere in Alaka, other place in Alaka? Just because they make this, we kind of you know minimize what you have to do. So maybe the first position is. Of course, it's Zechel Amigdash, but why in the world should I minimize obligations? Okay, what is the second logical possibility? Rafi Snowbell. Excellent. See, you guys, even beyond the Alita 5, people could think here. Okay, very exciting moment. Okay, the two basic possibilities are maybe I should deny the premise. Is it obvious that it's a Zechel Amigdash? Couldn't someone, in theory, think Sphere Omer is still the right time? Have I got that? So now it comes an important question. Those that argue with Amemar, are they doing it because they think Spirit Omer is still Doraita? Or are they doing it because they think, why should we lower the standards just because it's Zechel Amemash? Okay, we're all good? Josh Shane, how are you doing in the corner there? Good. Just, you know, I did notice you right now. Okay. Better than last time, though. Ooh. <laughs> you know, you, you, 
It's only fair that I fire shots back. Though. Fine. Okay. So hopefully next Yomas Wood afternoon will be better than last time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Ruben. Obviously, we don't have more bottles now, but we have, uh, we have a few that were placed on. And I, 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 you know, so uh, maybe, maybe because we, we have something that's still in its place, we would do that anyway. I don't know. All right, I'm going to leave that aside now. I did give, give me two seconds. Give me two seconds. Two, two more minutes, guys. Okay, now let's try to figure out which one is correct. Okay, so let's contrast Rambam and Tosos. Okay, now here in Rambam, he doesn't say it explicitly, but a careful reader will get it right away. So if we're skipping to source four, how does the Rambam describe this mitzvah? So the Rambam says, Mitzvah zuah kol ishmi Yisrael. This mitzvah Sridomer applies to everyone in Israel. Uvechol makom, uvechol zman. V'nashim v'avadim turmimena. Okay, so the Rambam in that one brief line, guys, gave us three ideas. Number one, he thinks women are exempt. Clearly, how does Rambam categorize this mitzvah? It is a mitzvah grandma. That's why women are not obligated. But then he said, interesting phrase before, When the Rambam says a mitzvah makom, what's he trying to tell you? Yeah, don't think you have to be in the Migdash, don't think you have to be in the land of Israel. You could be in, uh, you know, Guatemala. The mitzvah still applies. Okay. Well, ah, but when the Rambam says zman, what's he trying to tell you? Ah, uh, we don't care what the historical context is. Namely, we don't care if there's a Beit HaMikdash or not. You are still Chayat. So can we all agree that according to the Rambam, we know which possibly to go with? The Rambam says, why do the first two opinions say, you should say, Svir Omer, the full-fledged thing? Because they deny that it's a HaMikdash. They say it's the right to eat today. Mark Adler, you okay? You doing right? Okay, great. Okay, however, look at Tosos, guys, number three. Here's where things get interesting. What does Tos would say? Now, granted, Tos would's not talking in a memer, but notice what do they? They're not. They might be only in a memer, but what do they say? Zeich lemikdashu, nira de besafek chashecha. What if I'm not sure if it's nighttime yet? Right, I'm supposed to count for the overnight, and I, I can't tell. It's that gray middle period. What do I do? Yachol of areich. I can make a bracha. The ain tzarich lamtena chivad elayla. You can all fill in the argument. What's Tosa going to say? Yeah, because it's Avigdor Abanan. So this has plenty of implications. What is the rejection of Amemar based on? Because notice, we don't hold like Amemar. We count both. Do we count both like Rambam? Because we think we actually think it's the Raita. Or do we count both like Tosos? Because, okay, who cares that it's the Rabbanan? Why can't the Rabbanans have the full flavor of Sredom? Okay, now at this point, we're doing well. We have two answers to the first question. Are there any questions before we analyze further? Ben, you want to say something? Okay, Zach. You're right, you're right. I cheated a little bit just now. I did cheat. Yeah. Why under Rashi's pretense would it only be days? That is a great question. Okay, very good. Okay, I'm not going to deal with it right now, but it is an interesting question. I, and Adin Bumaf hinted at this a little bit before. In its ideal state, when there are two components, when there are days and weeks, what is the relationship between those two mitzvot? Is one more essential than the other, right? Again, if I'm going to tear it down, why would I go days and not weeks? That is a worthy other question, which we will not get to today. I didn't blow up. Yeah, but who says that's correct to Sphere Omer? 
because I argue that spiritual elements can get to the individual omer, the corporate omer, and not disrespectful to the omer, and that one's still there, right? So, so for certain, I'm just not sure that transitive policy argument works there. If A is connected to Omer and B is connected to Omer, they might have... Wait, 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 wait. Let me finish the argument. If A is connected to Omer and B is connected to Omer, that doesn't mean they share the same connection to the Omer. Okay, I, I think that's a logical jump. Okay. You will debate the logic of this with Avner over lunch, okay? He will explain to you why it's not true. Okay. Uh, yeah. Noam Carter. Um, because of the statement of Amemar? Is he just assuming it's Rabbanan? Well, that's what Zach Magaman asked me. I, I cheated a little bit, because someone might claim to me that Tosvos is only talking within Amemar. Okay? I, I don't think they are, but I, I, I admit, I can't prove it. Shouldn't be explaining the Tosvos? No, but isn't Tosvos just giving up sock here, not explaining the Tosvos is giving up sock. That's why I thought it's more universal. Tosvos is saying, when... This is a very halakhic Tosvos. It's not such a standard... Anytime, put this on the list. There's like a psak based Tosvos. What do you do if you have a suffix? You could be lenient, uh, so I thought the best reading of that would be that's covering the entire suga. Everybody agrees it's the Rabbanan and suffix the Rabbanan lockout. Yeah. Tosvos talking about making a bracha as well. Uh, what did they say? Leave, be careful, reader. What does it say? Oh, wait, what's going on? Okay, I, okay, that's the second logical fallacy of today's year quality. Okay, just because we only look at specific lines, there's no reason not to look at those lines. I don't see why that follows logically either. Okay, okay, we you okay with that? Okay, here we go. Danny Deutsch, what's your side uh, Masecha today? What? Oh, great. Are you waiting on me? No, I was just curious. Yeah, you're, you're an excellent multitasker. That's actually the deeper shot in double D. Okay? <laughs> we, 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 just, we just realized right now what it's really about. It's just like an accent of history that both your names start with D. Okay, that's not what it's about. Yeah. What? Okay. All right, very good, guys. Okay, so we've got the, uh, we got the first one down. Now, let's try to justify a little bit more... Let's try to justify the position that detaches it from the Omer, the Rambam position. So there's a beautiful Aruch HaShokhan. Because often something is linked with various items, and which linkage is the linkage that really matters. So the Aruch HaShokhan says, Okay, fine, we don't need to read that. Uh, skip to the fourth line, please. The Avagavta Ata Ain Karban, you're gonna tell me since there's no carbon, it can't be Doraita. Ain Yeshlomar, the Iker Hasvira Hulamatan Torah. Nothing doing. There's a lot of linkages to Svira. Don't think about the Omer linkage as the essential linkage. What's the essential essential linkage of Svira? Catholic to Mantor, namely Catholic to Shvuas. We certainly wait, wait, wait. We certainly still do that. Today, so if I say, again, a, a lot of things in life have various components. You could try to forget what's the essential component, what is the less essential component. He claims for the Rambam, what is the essential component of Sfirat Omer that it leads to Matar. I'll take a question one second, guys. Uh, what about the Karbano theme? See, he views that as like a nice throw-in. 
Guys, it's very famous. You should get this down. The carbon Omer on Pesach is from barley. The Shtei Halechem on Shavuos is from wheat. So there's also a sense of transition from a barley offering to a wheat offering. And I'll just do it outside. Ooh, they always fill it up too much. Okay. Wow, I spilled like four times in the way. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to start telling them. It's funny because, like, I get it every day. You think they somebody stopped filling up too much? But maybe, uh, I'll take it as a sign of affection. They want me to get a full cup of coffee. Okay. So I'm sorry about that. Oh no, it's fine. But thank you. Ah, delicious. Okay, here we go. See, guys, but ever notice I'm keeping my diet. You might have noticed the first like eight months a year there was always a muffin accompanying this. Muffins have not been seen since Purim. Okay, there we go. Okay, here we go. What? Oh, it's okay. I don't need applause. I, I just need to not eat muffins. Okay, so here's the idea. So what did the Oakland say? So again, I'm not an expert in farming, but apparently barley is what you feed animals and wheat is what you feed humans. Sounds right? Okay, thank you, Adin Blumhoff. Okay. Wait, Adin, I bet right now you have like four minutes of information to tell us about this, but I'm going to ask that we hold it off. Is that okay? Okay, so... Uh, in any case, so what would be the idea that in accepting a, a value system like the Torah, you are becoming less animalistic and more human? It's a humanization of Am Yisrael. Okay, so that's nice imagery. Let me just sum up for a second. But what is the Archer Shulchan essentially arguing? That the real Sphere Omer linked, Sphere Omer is not linked with the Carbon Omer, Sphere Omer is truly linked with Matan Torah. And that's why it could still be Doraita even absent a Karban. And then he throws in, oh, the carbon theme is this added nice idea, but isn't truly essential. Okay. I should just make up a name for you. Let's think who played for that team. Uh, uh, Gail Goodrich. Okay, what do you say? Jerry West. Uh, set, uh, uh, point I'm going to go against my own name and argue with the R from Shulchan. Um, yeah, go ahead. Uh, because he, he, he says the he primary Muslim Torah, but there's no there's no pasuk that says that that Shabbat and Sfirah Omer is connected at all to Matan Torah. When 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 the pesukim actually does say it's about it's about the opposite. Okay, so you're right. I'm trying to think if there's even a pasuk that makes it clear counting to the Chag. Let's see. Let's see the wording. Just Quincy's right. Shavuos as Matan Torah per se doesn't really appear in the Torah, but. Does it have a counting to the Chag or counting to the Shtei Lechem? Here we go, guys. Okay. Vernom is a fanatic. I need to look at him. He's very... Uh, it, it is like the pedantic personality versus the Hasidic personality. Let's see. Yeah, you guys are right. I agree with uh, with Moshe Epstein. It's not the simple reading of Pasuk. I'm going to read to you one second, guys. Count 50 days. What do you do at the end of 50 days? You bring a mincha chadasha. What's that a reference to? Now, granted, it doesn't say like you're counting odd, but that's the next thing that occurs. It does sound like that is the end the end of the counting. Yeah, I have to think about it. It's a good question. Good question on your namesake there. Okay, everybody good? Quincy, you want to ask the same thing? I was going to say the same thing. Okay, it's a fair question. 
Okay, let's move on to the next thing. Okay, so we've worked out the first debate, the right to the Rabbanan, and we have the logic of the, the right to position. Let's go to the Ramban. This Ramban, guys, just shakes up the universe. Okay, so again, we're now discussing women. Ah, oh, here we go. Where's the Den Fox? Oh, my God. Okay, how can he leave? You know what? I'm going to start punishing him. Every time he leaves, I'm going to bring up a women's issue. That's what we do for the rest of the year. Okay, so here we go. So, what about women? Now, wouldn't you say it's obviously Zman Grama? But what could be more Zman Grama? When I get to the 16th of Nisan, I should count 50 days till I get to the early Sivan. So, of course, it's Zman Grama, as Rambam said. Let's see the Ramban, guys. Now, there's an idea sometimes when there's a list that this is a good just phrase to know, guys. When the Mishnah gives a list, is it an exhaustive list or a non-exhaustive list? I'll be really impressed if anybody knows this. What's the phrase... Wait, I didn't even ask the question yet. What's, what's the phrase used for a non-exhaustive list? It says, Tana ve... Very good. Who was that? Uh, okay, Boris Khan, very smart move there. Okay, just read that a little bit. Tana ve Shire. We teach and we leave over. I mean, we didn't try to give you... The entire list. That was an intelligent move. See, leave their advantages to reading the words. Okay, here we go. So back to the Ramban. <laughs> okay. Have you day the Haitana Tachitani? Aza mitzvah says Zman Grama. So here's the list. What does the mission actually say of Zman Grama? Going sukkah. The Aza mitzvah says Zman Grama could go mezuzah. And here's Boaz's point. Vitana Vishayer. What's happening in this mission, Kedushin? No one is trying to give. Everything. It's not an exhaustive list. We leave things out. But look what he does. The Ramban starts to fill in what's left out. The mitzvah says, Man Grama, what was left out on that side of the coin? Shire, Tzfilin, Dichtabed, Dipturot, Vinami, Savayn, Zman Grama, Shire, Ria. I'm not getting what they are right now. That's not important. The mitzvah says, Ain Zman Grama. What about the Ain Zman Grama list? Shire, Tuva. We left out a ton of mitzvot. There are a lot of Ain Zman Grama mitzvot. Kagon, Mora, Kavod, right, both with parents. Bikurim, Chala, Kisur Adam, Reishad Agez, Matanot, uh-oh. Sviyad Omer, what did Ramban just do? He listed Sviyad Omer on the non-Zman list. It seems like, according to the Ramban, women would be biblically obligated to Sviyad Omer. Now, I'm going to point out, guys, this is not claiming whether women should count or not. I am going to argue, of course, women should count, because I am in favor of women fulfilling mitzvot, even when they're not obligated. It's a good thing. If they get hard, they should do those mitzvot. Excellent. But why would the Ramban argue it is a non-Zman Grama mitzvah, and they're actually obligated? All right. I don't know. What do you think? Could you say it's similar to Shabbos, during that day, because Wait, just understand. And why is that different than... Wait, hang on. You said something very interesting, but I'm not sure it works. Avner knows his stuff. He's aware that women are high in the mitzvahs, let's say, of Shabbos. For example, as I've said in the past, guys, women have the exact same theme in Kiddush as men. So he says, makes it over like Shabbos. Except for one thing, guys. Is it because we decided that Shabbos is not Zman Grama there, or for a different reason? Ah! Sometimes things are defined as mangrama, but another factor comes into play. There is a famous idea that Zachar and Shamar go together. And if Zachar and Shamar go together, what emerges? That everybody who's obligated in Shmirat Shabbat is obligated in Shmirat Shabbat. 
So you'd have to go do a little more work there, obviously, to say why Sfrit Omer should share that. Okay, right. but we can also say it's not necessarily not a high just because it's not. Look, you're right. We have exceptions, but and many exceptions actually. Okay. But I think in each case we have. Let's do it for a second, guys. This is just general knowledge everybody should have. Eli Herzog, I heard you this is your last year, Chloe. Could be. Oh, yeah, we're not so sure yet. What's going to happen? Okay. <laughs> All right, so let's try this, Eli Herzog. Go, you go, you go tell us in your father's yeshiva, they'll be very happy. Okay, here we go. There are ton of exceptions, but everyone has a reason. Why are women chayav in Kiddush? Zachar and Shammah. Why are women chayav to eat matzah on Pesach night? Looks like a classic Zman Grama, Tani Gross. I think it's it says something in the that says 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 Okay, so... I don't know if recollection of that, but it might be true. Okay, in any case, anybody who's chayev not teed chametz is also chayev teed matzah. Okay, so there again, that is the source of women's chayev. Now we're going to the It is true that women have a chayev to light Hanukkah candles, even though Hanukkah, again, is classic Zman Grandma. Double D, the multitasker. Why are women chayev in Hanukkah candles? Ah, because a famous idea, Afein Hayubotone, is they're part of the miracle. So notice what's happening down here. We do have a pattern of several mitzvot asatias mangrama that women are chayven. Many, many exceptions. But I would say we never simply say, oh, because we don't care about the rule. We always have. Here's a specific reason why the rule doesn't apply. So we, we would need a specific reason in Sviroma why the rule doesn't apply. Still shifts are burning from having to prove why they could do mangrama Okay, well, let's take it a step further. Simple, what do you think? Um, I think it's possible to be boiled. I think it's possible we're making a mistake and assuming the spirit's owner is turned down because we have an association with time and wisdom. So, like, it could be uh, this association with Mongromo, it's time bound. We have a mitzvah. Uh, terrific. To a specific time. In Okay, guys, see, I knew I was right in putting simply in the analytic file. Okay, so let's go. Okay, let's go. Let's turn, let's turn the page. Let's turn the page. Everyone turn the page. Uh, you know what, guys? Just because Quincy has studied a lot of philosophy in life, we're going to put him in the analytic file also, okay? Okay, I have no idea how good he is in analysis, but, you know, if you actually... Try to read Kant, you belong in the analytic fight. Okay, so let's go to the Sri Okay, let us, the Sri Deesh is Hill Yaakov Weinberg, and he says something that's, I think, pretty much exactly simple as far. Here we go. He's trying to explain this Ramban. So he says, It's simple. There's a fixed time. Good word. Who knows what a miskeret is? Framework, excellent translation. Charlie Dollar, where did that Hebrew come from? Did you take Hebrew and pen? Okay, guys. Was, was it helpful? See, guys, all of you should take Hebrew classes in college. Pick up a little Hebrew, assuming that your college has a decent Hebrew department. Wait, who's going to really weird college? Max, I'm not sure you should do this, okay? Okay, we'll check it. Check out the Hebrew department in, uh, what's the college called again? Boulder University. Okay. Wait, Moshe Epstein, I see you're assuming that it can't be good Hebrew. My best friends in college. 
Wait, you actually know somebody in Boulder University? Oh my God! Why? Why did your best friend go to Boulder University? Okay, he just wanted to be there. Okay. I guess he was not drawn after the Hebrew program. Okay. So, uh, in any case, let's go back here, guys. The time is the framework. Notice the phrase, guys. It's not the miscarriage of the mitzvah. Who atzmuto shall ha mitzvah? What does that mean, guys? What's the atzmuto shall mitzvah? It is the essence of the mitzvah. Let me clarify what he means. I, I think it's some of the simplest formulation. When you have sukkah, you have something that in theory I could do every day of the year. What does the zman come along to do? It restricts it, right? In theory, any day of the year you could sit in a sukkah. Okay, but this is not meant to be done every day of the year. There are seven days of the year you're supposed to sit in a sukkah. So zman comes and binds the mitzvah. When I'm counting 50 days, right, by definition, it is not throughout the year, right? Because I'm trying to get from point A to point B. I can't do that at some other time. So there he's claiming it's not like some kind of artificial boundary restricting the mitzvah. That is simply what the mitzvah is. Claims this radiation. That's not our definition of like 50 days is something that's limited in time by definition. Sitting in a sukkah, hearing a shofar is not something that's limited in time by definition. He would claim anything limited time definition. We don't use this. We don't use this man as a restrictive force. Only when you do the man as a force is it's man koma. Similar, is it pretty much here? I think the same far? Okay. So according to the Swedish, now again, I'm not saying this is right, but don't forget what we're trying to do here, guys, is to explain a maverick position, right? The Ramban seems really you know, off the charts. Isn't this obviously man grama? I think the Swedish has done a reasonable job of explaining why you think it's right. One last thing, guys. This is for all the feminists in the room, and this is more punishment for Adin Fox. Okay. I mentioned once before that you might see the Mishnah Brewer and the Arthur Shokhan, they're contemporaries, but they might have different approaches to women's issues. And in general, you will see that, I mentioned the other day, that maybe those of us who are in a certain event might find the Arthur Shokhan more favorable to women. You might want to go more with Look at the difference here, guys. The difference here is pretty remarkable. Okay, let us look at 8, 9, and 10. We're now not doing Lumbus. Now we're just doing Psaac. Okay, I'll, I'll get to the Okay, let's do 8, 9, 10, and we'll move on. <laughs> Says the Magna of Ram. Nashim peturo nesvira daimitsesman grama. So how does the Magna of Ram paskin against the Ramban? I mentioned the Ramban's a maverick. Oh, this is pretty fascinating. I didn't even notice this till right now. Who are the two sources quoted in the brackets as support for this? Isn't that interesting? The Rambam and the Zohar support this position. Okay? We, uh, wow, what, what a day. Okay? Now, we saw the Rambam already. I admit I didn't look it up. I guess the Zohar also says it's Mangram. Okay. It's kind of interesting. Like, how often does the Zohar take halakhic positions? I know. Ask Rav Okay. Umihu, however, what? Rav Dovidal. That's Rav Dovidal. Kvar Shavya Eliuchova. Interesting. What does the Mangram say? Women have done this a bunch of places. What does that mean? Even though they're exempt? What does it mean, guys? Shavya Alayuchova. They've taken it upon themselves. Can anyone tell me a famous mitzvah we do twice a year that's like this also? Shofar, very good. Charlie Gottlieb is a star uh, alumni over here. Okay? Guys, there is a very, very long standing minhag. Ashkenazim, Smartim, everybody. Right? Women here, Shofar, Rosh Hashanah. I don't care that they're not Chayav. They're very adamant about 
It's fulfilling the mitzvah of shofar on Rosh Hashanah. Says the Magen Avraham, Sfirat Omer is like that. Even if women are exempt, like the Rambam, like the Zohar, they make it their business to count. Okay, now comes the most interesting part, guys. Then I'll take all your comments. Look at the Mishnah Bura versus the Aruch HaShofar. Says the Mishnah Bura, V'katav HaMagen Avraham, Miu Kvarshav Lechova. Says the Chavetz Chaim, I look around Europe at the turn of the 20th century. Things have shifted. What does he claim? Our women? They don't count sphere. Why? They should not. I mean, even in account, they shouldn't make a bracha. Why not? They're still going to make a mistake. Now, just to be fair, it could be he's not thinking that women are less intelligent. Could be he's thinking at this point they're not going to be in shul, and therefore they'll get the day wrong. However, look at the next line. The gam al pirov, enam yodim perush hamilo. That is just unbelievable to me. Okay, what does he claim? They don't know what the words mean. Meaning they're Yiddish speakers, they don't speak Hebrew, and they don't understand the words. So I've used this many times, guys. Uh, I use this to great effect. Like anytime we're having a communal debate, here's what always happens, guys. I'll tell you a good part. Anytime there's a communal debate about a woman's issue, somebody who's a little bit more on the conservative side, by conservative with a small seat, always gets up and says, I'm a woman, I want to be exactly like my great grandmother. I don't want any changes, right? She's authentic Judaism, that's what I want to do. So I've had different comeback lines over the course of my career. One was a little too harif. Once I said, well, your great-grandmother didn't have the right to vote, okay? But, uh, but I once pointed out that, wait, look at this Mishnah Bura. Do you really aspire to be the kind of woman who can't translate the words of Sri Omar? Like, is that something you're aspiring to get back to? Okay, so that was better, because it was a little softer than saying you didn't, didn't have the right to vote. Okay, but in any case, I, I guess the Mishnah Bura is reflecting like a real phenomenon. Okay, maybe there are women who just understood Yiddish and didn't understand Hebrew, and they literally could not translate the words of Sri To me, it's like inconceivable. Okay, so that's the Mishnah Bura. And therefore he says, we don't make a bracha. Now look at the Aruch HaShulchan, guys, and he's a contemporary. So don't tell me it's a different, unless like the countries were different. But look what he says. Hanashim What's the custom? They make brachas. Vilim note. What's the note? To count, he has no issues whatsoever. It's no different than shofar, sukkah, and look. Let's do a brief summary, guys, of the lumdas and the lacha. Then I'll take all the comments. First of all, let's go. Simple position. I admit, simple position is against the rabbi. What's the simple position? Sviro Omer is in fact zman grama. Women are not obligated. That's the simple. I don't deny it. That's the simple position. Ramban seems to list it among the non-zman grama. We had this creation theory. The difference between Restricting time and inherently time bound. Okay. But simple psak is against Ramban, but then of course get to the next question. Okay, just because women are exempt doesn't mean they can't do it. In fact, the Magna Ram goes so far as to say, not only can they do it, but they've taken it on. They've taken it on as an obligation, just like they've taken on Shofar. Okay, now we get to the question of Brach. I just want to highlight, guys, I'm sorry, I, I shouldn't be uh, you know unfair to minorities. My whole Bracha conversation is in the Ashkenazi orbit, not in the Sephardi orbit. Okay, Spartan with a different position, I'm not getting to right now. Okay, but within the Ashkenazi position, in theory, when they're doing this mitzvah, they should make a bracha. Notice the major contrast with Mishnah Bura and the Orpha Shofan. Says Mishnah Bura, oh, but our women don't make brachot because they'll get the day wrong, and anyway, they don't know what the words mean. And the Orpha Shofan, without any hesitation, just says our women should indeed 
Make a mouth. Okay, any comments either on the lumbus or on the psak of the last 10 minutes? Yeah, Josh. Yeah, so instead of bringing the stage as um, support for the Alba, could you bring it as a caution for the Alba? Yeah, why? Instead of looking at the spirit of the as like, like the, the calendar days itself, you could look at it and say, no, you can actually frame this Omer and say, from the Machai Shabbat to Shemuz. So therefore, by, by framing the Omer, you make it... Therefore, I didn't spend a lot of time trying to explain the Rambam and the Zohar. What needs work is to explain why it's not Zman Brahma. Okay? Charlie. I'm still kind of interested in the last yeah. Right. What do you think, guys? Does he mean? Does he mean the words of the bracha? What? What words? I'm not even trying to know what he means. What do you think? Is the words of the bracha, right? Maybe not the words of the count. The words of the bracha. You know what? You guys are right. I have no idea what this means. Well, I also don't understand, like, you guys, let's say it's true women were much less educated, but how long a class would it be to teach them the meaning of the words of Sirat Omer? But how many words are we talking about at the end of the day? No, no, not what they, not yeah. what they literally mean when I'm talking about. I'm sorry? Why we're counting the Omer. Okay. Okay. You, know, you think, I, I still think that's like the simplest reading of Perish Amilo, no? Because we're switching yeah. to like other words, not the... All right, guys, I need to do some research on this. I, I freely admit, I don't fully understand it. I think it's a lot. What? No, but again, but that would be assuming that that's crucial. Okay, guess what? I just discussed with my morning show, guys. There are a lot of beautiful things we do that are not part of the mitzvah. I'll give you good news. Let's say instead of debating whether... Uh, let's try this. We'll do a third position in the yeshiva. Okay, here we go, guys. Good three-way debate. You love it right Okay, so here I'm saying, don't sing Hindi Mufun Muzuman. Because Renaud is a bit more of a pedantic and precise personality. What does he say? You say we're filled with the right, though. That's not true, according to our Maymar. Right, so why should we say something that's incorrect? No singing. Okay, Rev. Dumbledore says, sing it anyway. Just curious, what's his argument? Okay, fine. We're Hasidic, we don't get precision. Okay, so uh, now, but there is a third possibility. What's the third possibility? Don't say it at all. But not because it's imprecise, but just because it's not part of the mitzvah. How many of you guys say Hindi Mukhan Muzuman before all the other mitzvahs you do? Right? Do you say it before Sukkah? Do you say it before Lulav? Do you say it before Talmud Torah? Why in the world should you suddenly start saying it prior to. Now, again, I'm going to say not because you're objecting to the terminology. You just say this is not something I do. Right? It is not a crucial part of the mitzvah. So. Who was this one before? So, I, let's say someone says, but women don't know what the words of Hini, Mukhan, and Mizumin mean. You know what my response to that would be? Who cares? Let them not say it. Let the men not say it. Okay, next. No, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not sure I understand that last time here, just because I feel like there's a lot of things that we say that we don't know what they mean. And, like, it's not only women that didn't know what they meant, it's also probably men. Look, I, I admit, uh, on many levels, I don't understand that line. I, I don't know what it means. You know what? He's quoting... You know what we should do, guys? I don't... I think I tried this once in life. He's quoting a safer called Shulchan Shlomo. I have to admit, I have no idea who that is. Maybe it's a little bit more expe- explained there. But I, I think I looked it up once. It was just the same quote. But I'll try that out. Maybe we can find the original. Maybe someone explains this a bit more. Yeah, leave. Uh, yeah, exactly. Similar to what Josh said, can 
uh, can I say, right, similar to Soka, I could, I could start counting up to the amount of times over to the home from the Omer whenever I want to, basically. I could start giving it 100 days before. Then you would hit this 50 day period, this is good enough for me to make it. Wait, leave it. Are you trying to argue against this radiation? Yeah. Okay, I totally, guys, I want to say that again. It is not hard to argue against this radiation. What, sometimes in life, what you have to do is you have an A and a B. A is easy to explain. So your job as someone analyzing is, how do I explain B? So that's what I would say here, guys. It's, it's the non-Zmangrom position that requires effort. You don't need much effort to explain the Zmangrom position. I'm surprised that the RFR is saying it's similar to, to, to these other... Yeah, well, what, what's the difference? Where women are because I feel like it should be similar to Khan, by the way, right? If the RFR Shulchan believes that Svir Somer is bad modern in they were part of that... Okay, so look, there's a much larger... Very good belief. There's a much larger question here, which I'm not getting into, which is, we could have used Afhei much more than we did. Okay? Say very briefly, in Gemara itself, guys, is also good. Get this down. Okay? There are only three times in Shas where it uses Afhei. And in theory, it could have used it many more times. But this is something a knowledgeable Jew should know. What are the three times the Gemara uses the Afhei argument to Melchai women? We already said one. That is why women are chayv and they're Hanukkah. What else do you got there? Double D. Excellent. Which aspect of perm? Yes. Again, the amazing multitasker. That is why women are chayv in Mikra Megillah, because of Afhei. Now, the third one's the toughest. You guys really make my day. What is the third time we apply Afhei? Okay, it is Pesach night, but it's more specifically. It's Khan. Oh, Boaz Khan's becoming the star of Yeshiva in the last month here. The Arba Koso, that is where it's applied. Okay, Afein Hayu Batones is those three. Now, I think you're all right. Wait, couldn't we have applied it elsewhere? Why don't we use that to say women are chayv in Sukkah? Why don't we use it to say women are chayv in Sipu Yitzhiyam time? Okay, so it is interesting. I'm not going to do it right now, but that's worthy of a Tosh Right? Why do we play Afein in those three places and not to play Afein in a sweeping manner Across the board, but uh, what? Oh uh, yes, if you want to hear Shirkoli, you can go to Spotify or Yu Torah. You can hear some Rashiva who wastes a lot of time being Shirkoli, making jokes and being from the students, and you will get the answer. Yeah, I did it this year. Oh, you sure I did it this year? That was the whole topic. That was like a side. Topic. Oh my God, I'm really getting older for judgment. Okay, fine, fine. Not to make anyone else. Okay, last issue, guys. I want to sneak in one more. Another take comments. Okay, what? It'll be okay, Quincy. Life will go on. Okay, here we go. Last issue. Okay, there is a famous debate you're all aware of, which is, if I miss a night, is it all over for me, or is it not all over for me? Are you aware of this debate about this? It's a debate between the Bahag and Tosvok. The Bahag thinks, you missed one night, it's all over. Tosvok thinks, you missed a I should say you missed a day. You missed a day, you could still count it. Well, how do we deal with that? If we miss a full 25-hour period, what do we do? We count without a bracha. What are we saying? Maybe Tosfut is right, so we should still count. Maybe the Bahag is right, and therefore, we're not confident enough to make a bracha. Okay. Now, look at, now, ah, let's be lumpish for a second, because here there's an easy answer, but the easy answer might have a problem. If I ask you, oh, let's go back again, the analytic five are again exempt. Okay, if I ask you what really lies at the heart of that debate, why would someone think like the Bahag that one day makes you mess it all up? Why would someone think like Tosfo that each day you could count even if you didn't count the previous day? Ben Walt. Okay, interesting. 
Jake Fratkin. Excellent, Jake Fratkin. Is it one mitzvah or 49 mitzvah? If it's 49 separate mitzvah, so what should be the simple psak? Just because I missed mitzvah 27, why in the world does that get in the way of mitzvah 32? And therefore I should make a bracha and count. However, if I view that as 49 different components of the same mitzvah, so you miss one and it's all over. And indeed, if you're not convinced, guys, the rush says this explicitly. Let's look at the rush in 11. If I miss a day, but look at his objection. Why does the reed think this is wrong? He says it as clear as you could want. To call Lila Belila, mitzvah b'fneatzmahi. Why is this the wrong way of thinking about it? Because it's 49 separate mitzvah. So why in the world? Okay, but now, I hope you guys have uh, ready for some great stuff. The Prima Gaudem asks an absolute killer question. And now it seems like we're all doing great, right? Everybody can be explained. Tosro thinks they're 49 separate mitzvot. Therefore, each one, you can do it differently. The Bach thinks it's a package deal. And therefore, you miss one, it's all over. Look at the Prima Gaudem, guys. What a killer question. Yesh lak shot. Im kulu chada mitzvah. Eich mevarchim That was your question, Alicia Shmalo? Alicia Shmalo is going to make the analytic five. Okay, excellent. And uh, simultaneously make the analytic five and the nihilistic five. Very exciting. Okay, so here we go. Okay. <laughs> that was good. And Avner is also in the entertainment five. Okay, so here we go. That is not such a correlation. Okay, so... Uh, in, <laughs> so in any case, um, is that a good question? Right, if I'm toast, it makes sense. Why do I make a separate bracha every night? Because they're four nights every mitzvah. But if the Bahak is right, isn't it weird to make four nine brachot on? Now, guys, let me give you an analogy, Bahak, to make the question stronger. Court the Bahak isn't counting a bit like Arba Minim. Meaning, what am I saying? Lulav, Etrog, Hadas, and Arevo. What are they? They're all one mitzvah. One mitzvah right? And think about the implications. Since the mitzvah, what happens if I'm missing one of the four? When I take three of the four guys, oh, how much of the mitzvah am I doing? Zero. Uh, yeah, that's definitely going to be on the final. I am not doing 75% of the mitzvah. I am doing zero. zero. It is all or nothing. And therefore, would anyone imagine that I would make, oh, make one brach on the etrog, make another brach on the hadassin? Of course not. It's all one mitzvah. So has not the prima gaudem ended the conversation? He has just totally smashed the bahab. How could the Bahak say it's all one mitzvah if you're making 49 different brachot? Okay, can anyone answer the question for the Bahak? Noam Karger. I'm going to go with the, the other approach, but there's two aspects of the mitzvahs here. There's the Okay, I'm going to phrase it a bit differently. But, uh, yeah. I'll use the word quad to make it happy. Very good. 
logically, I don't count one, four, seven, eight. Oh. You count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Like, but they're not counting one. I, they're I, saying I, this is the I prefer Zach Magerman's expression actually to Redovitz. We'll see you now inside. Okay, let's go to the Eretz speech. Just to tell you what this is, one second. I'm going to finish up, and you guys will have three minutes at the end. Eretz Tzvi is one of Rav Shechter's farm. Okay, so it's three. And Rav Shechter is very good at summarizing the Rav's Torah. Okay, so this is a particularly good article where he summarized the Rav's idea. And Rav Salvechik apparently had two answers to the Prima Gadim's question. Here we go. Okay, so actually, we to skip a little bit. Uh, skip to the fourth line. I actually don't love the first answer so much, but I might as well get it out there. Fourth line. What does he claim? That my premise was wrong. If one mitzvah has independent actions, Now, obviously, he has to show a paradigm for this, a precedent for this. But he claims, who says that I'm right? Maybe my Arbaminim example is a bad example because I do all four... At once. But if in some world I would, you know, take the lulav and three hours later take the hadasim, maybe indeed I would make a seventh bracha. As long as the actions are isolated, maybe one mitzvah could have multiple bracha. Everyone got the first answer? I admit, guys, it's only a good answer if you could show that halach actually works that way. But that is what the first answer is asserted. But now let's go to the second answer, and I think Zach Magaman hit it on the head. Second paragraph. I could answer it another way. Probably, I think I probably typed it in and made a mistake. Okay, we had the wrong shot in the bahag the whole time. The bahag also thinks that it's forty-nine seven mitzvah, just like Tosos. Great, great. Every excellent two Hebrew words to know, guys. Who can tell what those two words mean? In modern Hebrew, what is a retzef? Very good. Where do you know that from, Zach? Okay, terrific. Okay, retzef is a flow or a sequence. And when birtsi foot means consecutive. Okay, that's birtsi foot. And how about hemshechiut? Continuity. Rafi Snowbell. Whoa, looking a bitch in the belly. Just, just a bit. Okay, and Shechut and uh, and continuity. What is the claim here, guys? Even if they're forty-nine, I know Shmuel is about to go berserk, but hang in there. Okay, even if they're forty-nine separate mitzvot, how could you count seventeen if you haven't counted sixteen? You can't get to seventeen without having counted sixteen. So it's a separate mitzvah, but it doesn't matter. Like right? I've already blown it. Right? I've lost count. And if I've lost count, I can't do even the independent mitzvah of 17. Let me just sum up this last part, and we'll take a closing question. Okay, good. What's the famous Maklokas, guys? If I hold my toast vote, I, each mitzvah, each night's independent. Losing a night is not a big deal. If I look at Bahab, you lose a day, you vote it. Simplest explanation for that, toast vote thinks it's 49 separate mitzvah. The Bahab thinks it's one big mitzvah. Prima got him with a killer question. How could the Baha'i say it's one big mitzvah? Why would I be justified in making 49 brachot on one big mitzvah? Rav Salvechi gives two answers. Answer one, maybe when one mitzvah is broken into different actions, you actually can make multiple brachot. Answer two, no, you got the whole thing wrong. The Baha'i agrees that it is 49 separate mitzvot. That's a good 49 brachot. But he still says sometimes a separate mitzvah still can't be done 
based on other context issues. You can't count 23 if you didn't count 21 and 22. And therefore, you can't even do the independent mitzvah when you missed a day. Just notice how many good issues we did in Sri Omer. We didn't even do all of them. We covered, is it the right is it the Rabbanan? We covered, is it Zman Grammar or not? We covered, is it 49 mitzvah, uh, one mitzvah? All good issues. We didn't even get to, like, Agnes, interesting question. What's the relationship between the day mitzvah and the week mitzvah? Okay, any comments on anything we've done in this year, Claudia, on Sri Omer? Okay, leave. Well, what would you say? No, but again, because this is not after the fact. This is at the fact, at the time. Right now, I'm not sure if it's nightfall yet. So you might say you're not sure if it's nightfall yet. Be careful, do the mitzvah correctly. Don't count for half an hour. But he's saying, no, no, since it's the Rabbanan, you could, like, l'charchila rely on suffix to Rabbanan. According, according to Tosu, it's like 17. I have a suffix, whether I remember it on, on night, count night 16 or not. Would you say, oh, you count night 17 because it's 49 different? Well, let, let's do this, Leaf. We might help you out, guys. Why is it, I meant to explain this, but I was afraid I was going to write at a time. How come, guys, if you miss that night, but count in the day... How come the next night you can make a bracha again? Who knows what Allah principles at work there? It is very good. Oh my God, Charlie Gottlieb really made a lot of progress there in Penn. Okay, it is a spake spake What does that mean? There are two different doubts, either of which would allow me to continue counting. What are the two doubts? A, maybe we hold like toast vote and missing a full day doesn't matter. B, if we hold like the Bahag, maybe counting during the daytime works. So I have two different reasons why maybe I could continue. If it's not just one reason, if I've got not a suffix but a spake sveka, that is why I can continue with a bracha. Does that help you, Lee? No, I was just saying it's purely according to Tosco's, if there's a suffix that I, I didn't say during the day either. If there's a suffix that I said on the 16th. I might have said at night, but then I didn't say during the day. Um, would it be that, oh, I counted the night of the 17th because it's a separate bits, but it doesn't matter? Oh, or, great, no. Or the toast was, no, let's plug in your case. No, I think you're exactly right. What if, I, actually, Rav Gav asked me earlier this year, and I was convinced that this is the right side. What if someone counted one night, but they might have counted too early? They're not sure if it was nighttime yet. What do you guys think? You all get all put your post it hats on. What should they do the next night? Count with the bracha. Why? It's again a sveik sveika. It happens to be not the same two sveiko, but it's still a sveik sveika, right? Maybe we hold like toast road that missing a day is no big deal. And maybe when the person counted, it was already night. So yeah, I'd plug in the exact same sveik sveika and say, they, I believe I might still be going to question, but I'm going to keep it going. Okay. Why do you need toast road? <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, yeah, so I feel like the class rationale for a woman not being high in the association We're not discussing it right now. You, you can't ask two minutes after I'm over time why are women exempt from Islamic government. No, 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 no. I know he's going with it. Yeah, I'll be finished with Wait, but in some sense, I don't care where he's going with it. But yeah, go ahead. Uh, I feel like the class rationale is that she has to be like a caregiver. I, kn- I knew that was coming. Hey, here's your question. Sphere Omer doesn't take any time, so why should we apply it? I'm saying this three days. Is it? Okay, so I just point out one thing. You have to be careful about one thing in life, which is when an explanation gets quoted a lot, but is not clearly in the sources. 
don't assume it is the right explanation. Okay? There is no Gemara anywhere that says that that's the rationale for Zman Grammar. Alicia, I'll take you out to dinner if you find that explicitly in the Gemara. Okay? What explicitly? That the rationale for Zman Grammar is women are busy doing household chores and therefore they're exempt from Zman Grammar. I think it says she has to be focused on serving her husband, not focused on serving her husband. No, I don't want a line like that. I want a line like that that explains the exemption from Zman Grammar. Okay? All right, guys, it's been a pleasure. We've got one chicle left, and uh, everyone have a great job.